Orange County, Orange County, Orange County. Are we loving? I'm loving. I'm loving because it is not too serious. You know, the the stuff that's happening, I'm like, oh, this is silly. It's just good. It's good entertainment for my eyeballs. You know, I'm not too, I'm not too married to either side. So it's actually fun because sometimes what happens when I have guests on, and that's actually why I do uh, the top of the episode where I go through the cast to hear how they feel about them. I do that because you don't know until you start recording with someone all of their takes on a housewife. And sometimes it can get really awkward for me because their take is just totally opposite of mine. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to tell you, like, don't agree. But I've noticed with Orange County, I can kind of go any way on any of the little mini feuds happening. Like I'm not, I don't need Tamara to be wrong or right or Shannon to be wrong or right because I'm just enjoying the show and the journey getting there. It's not that serious. And I refuse to let it get that serious because then we're talking, then, then we're Jersey all over again, Summer House all over again. So I really am loving this season. Today I have Steven, the faces by Bravo. If you don't already follow him on Instagram and you know me, I'd be shocked, but He's like the original Bravo account. He is a mean queen. But anyway, he is here and he was a lot of fun. If you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to like this video. It helps out, they tell me. Also, make sure you're subscribed and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And if you are listening, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Five star, please. Five stars only. That's going to be the name of my new podcast. Five stars only. Uh, Okay, that's it, guys. Enjoy Steven. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to Vanderpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. And all of that. You sound fantastic. Okay. Cool. You sound like a pro. Uh, I've never done it before. I've, <laughs> this is my first time. <laughs> it's my first time. I'm so nervous. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, guys, guys, guys. I told you I'm going to finally get more guests on the show, and I delivered, okay? And this time I have one of the OG meme queens of the Bravo community. You may know him as Faces by Bravo, but honestly, at this point, you have to know him as Steven, right? Hello. Hi. So can I pick your brain just a little bit about like boring content creator-y stuff? Pick away. Pick okay. away. Okay. I'm ready. I'm sure you've told this story a hundred thousand times, but how did you get started and figure out that Bravo and talking about Bravo could actually be like a thing? So, um, so first of all, I'm a full-time nurse. Um, that's my, my career. Um, and I needed a hobby and bottomless brunch was not sustainable. So, but one thing me and my friends always did um, when I lived in DC was we talked housewives ad nauseum, like mm-hmm. constantly. And 
it's it's like one of those things where it is culty in a way where like once you start talking about it then you get sucked in and you keep going and going and like the people around you that don't watch it they they were like they would they would like have to walk away because they're yep. just like they're in yep. their zone they're not going to get out of it for another hour at least it's so. so true <laughs> um so you know I just like did it on a I like did it for fun and like didn't really no expectations um I was in when I had Facebook I think I had Facebook still at the time and I was in like all of the like Bravo Facebook groups and oh, stuff okay um so like the whispering aliens and like all oh. of those back in the day okay oh yeah oh, I don't need I am unaware of these things with these like huge oh. Facebook. I, I know I know I know this is this is yeah so like back in the day the OG I think Facebook group I could don't kill me if I'm wrong but I think it was called the dome and that was where that was like the OG one and then there was the bitch sesh Facebook group that's Mm -hmm. how I got my way in was that and it's just people bravo holics everyone commentating on things and whatnot and then also I think it was affiliated with the bitch sesh podcast and then an, an offshoot was like whispering aliens, which is um, <laughs> from there I started my page and it just was growing and people were, it was taking off and like, you know, Bravo reached out um, at one point, you know, to, they did like a little profile on me for their social and asked me to um, co-host the daily dish their podcast and the rest was history. Dreams do come true. It's all happening. It's all happening. It <laughs> it's all happening. Uh, well, you are like a meme assassin, honestly. <laughs> like, how well, do you. you start with, like, do you, how do you con- come up with a meme? Because you will just do it all day long. Well, it's funny you say that because actually during the social highlight thing with Bravo, one of the things they had me do was they gave me, 30 seconds and like a stack of like images and I had to make memes as fast as I could. Oh my God. Um, It's really, I, if I'm watching, if it's like from new content, like what I'm currently watching, when I'm watching the episodes, I'll think like, if I hear something funny or catchy or something that could be turned into something, I'll make note of that. And then I'll, you know, get the clip. Uh huh. Um, usually I don't have anything pre-planned out though. Like as far as like old, using old stuff I'll like look at like gifts or um like or if I'm watching old episodes and stuff and I hear something maybe it'll come to me but it's usually natural talent uh all natural all All natural honey and Bedore would approve she would approve totally (laughs) (laughs) organic organic material I love lemons in a bowl all the deal That, I think it really is true that you have to like think in memes. That's why it's to me such an art form of comedy yes. because it's it's a very unique thing to be able to do. Yeah. And for me personally, like if I, I have to do it like off the cuff because wow. if I try to like think too much, then I think too much into it. Uh-huh. So it, it has to be like, I have to have like inspiration just randomly from it. Because I mean, if is, I do, this is like I some real it. creative shit, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. And then I, you know, I love recreating housewife scenes with my. Oh, wife. that's my favorite. That's Those my are... favorite. Your Kathy was <laughs> my favorite. 
I thank you, loved thank you. your Kathy one. The best one I think you did was the one with the dental. I love she, that one. That so one was much. my favorite. You had the mannerisms perfectly. <laughs> and then it, it really, what it helps you do is it helps you see just how ludicrous and ridiculous the things they say are. That was her first confessional. <laughs> like that's our introduction as Cassie, Kathy as an official cast member is her thinking Garcelle was Kyle. And then when they go to confessional late, her very first confessional was her telling, talking about dental work, I think. So that is pretty incredible. It's so ludicrous. Oh, it was so, so good. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, let's get into, thank you for, thank you for indulging me on that. Let us get into as I do with all my guests, the, I'm going to go through the cast and I'll say a name and you'll let me know like your thoughts and feels on them. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Tamra. Thrilled. She should never have been gone. Like I said, as soon as it was announced she was leaving, I was like, this is the worst mistake. People are going to be angry once they see like the fans that called for it. Mm-hmm. are going to be angry once they see her impact. However, I guess I, actually at the same time, I do feel like she needed a season off. Agreed. So. It was like a struggle it, we all had to go through. We had to go. Th- exactly. That's actually a brilliant way to put it. Because I don't think we would appreciate yep. camera now as we do now be, without a break. Um, exactly. She She's one of those people, I actually, there's four housewives that I say, like, I don't care if they have a storyline whatsoever. I just want them to be a full-time housewife. And she's always been one of them. Like, she was kind of, like, running out of storylines. So Mm -hmm. she was getting in that trouble area where you're meddling too much and stirring stuff up. But you have, if you have nothing really going on, then people just get irritated with you. And you're more like the narrator and, like. Yep, yep producing and that pisses um, people off it does and so I think even though I don't need her to have a storyline her taking a break and all of that gives her a fresh perspective and obviously now being sort of like a Bravo view her herself mm-hmm. for having yeah her that's podcast, a very interesting perspective she has now I literally was like thinking there's no way Bravo will bring her back with Me that too. that's what I thought for sure because it's too like you're too close to the it's it's like the one big fourth wall because it's like you're on a show and then you're also doing what what we do the content creators and the audience does which is like commenting on another show so i thought the same thing i thought there's no they're gonna make her cancel the podcast yeah exactly i thought um but i would have told i mean if if that would have been the case i would have if i were her i would have stuck with the podcast and not the show because that podcast has longevity now at this point. It does. The downloads that they have, the ads yeah. they get. No, you're you're 100% right about that. Yeah. And it's easier. It's much yeah, easier totally. to do her podcast than like be on the show. Exactly. Okay, let's yeah. go to the next one. I'm ready. Shannon. Oh, Shannon. Oh, she's such a heartbreak to me because... I consider season nine of OC the best season of OC. And Shannon was great until she wasn't. Um, Yes, totally. Yes. She like, I mean, she was so raw in like those early seasons. She put it all out there for all of us to see. She was just such a 
phenomenal housewife. And mm-hmm. I hate to see where she is now because I think she's way too produced. She says things off camera. I know this for a fact where she'll be like, you know, I'm going to say this now, but if you say this on camera, I'm going to deny it. Like one of those types oh. of things. And I just think um, she's kind of, her storyline's gotten a little stale for me. Uh-huh. I can see that. I can see but that. So far, I'm I'm glad she's still here as of right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I go through phase; ab- it ebbs mm-hmm. and flows for me. Yeah, I I'm right there with you. When Shannon first joined, I was like, I get it. Like they're getting their money's worth with her. She is it was like, like a f- show refresh. It was. It was. And so I appreciated that aspect. But then when she started going through the divorce. With David, I'm like, oh, there's, it's really hard to like her, guys. It's really getting hard mm-hmm. to like her. She's real difficult. And I didn't think I'd ever like Shannon again because, you know, let's face it, those were like, there was like three full seasons of Shannon being like an emotional <laughs> vampire. Mm-hmm. And then last season happened. And I was like, wait, am I on Shannon's side in a mm-hmm. couple of these things? I was like really surprised by that. And I gave up on the season halfway through. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I really just cannot handle it. Um, but this, well, what's only been two episodes or three episodes. Three. But I'm like, am I liking I'm Shannon? sold. I'm sold on this season. I'm yes. three, we're three episodes in. It feels familiar, but new. I can't believe you just said this because <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I texted Emily Simpson. It said, I said, it feels fresh, but familiar. Oh, <laughs> like, that's exactly what I said. It feels yes. fresh, but familiar. How could you do this to me? Question mark. Are you done cycling through endless amounts of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles or firm skin and give you a youthful glow, but they don't really deliver results at the end of that bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from OneSkin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists, with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. After testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells, The main source of skin aging and actually reduces the biological age of the skin by several years. You heard me. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. Unlike most skincare products on the market, One Skin works deeper than the surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. Is your current skin regimen clinically proven to reverse the molecular age of your skin? If not, give one skin a try and see the difference. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off one skin with our code she speaks at oneskin.co. I have completely swapped out my eye cream for this stuff. I was a religious, I won't say the brand, but I was dedicated to them for many years. I started using one skin on just one eye to see if I could tell the difference. And I did. 
So one skin for life. So how does it work? They are targeting the main source of skin aging, which is the buildup of old cells, also called senescent cells. This impairs the collagen production and leads to wrinkles and loss of firmness. The scientists spent five years and tested almost a thousand peptides before they landed on OS1, which is their proprietary peptide clinically proven to decrease the levels of aged cells and reduce the age of the skin by several years at the molecular level. One skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code SHESPEAKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code SHESPEAKS. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. I love that. It's just the right amount of OG Mm -hmm. or like a veteran energy. Yes. And then I love the new girl and Taylor. Taylor needs to be bumped up. I need her to be full time. You know she wanted to be. You know she's like, how the hell oh. did I not get that damn orange? I, hello? I mean, I was I was actually laughing a little bit at like as the season was filming, like how much that content she was putting out, like with like teases and stuff that weren't even really teases. It was, but it was she was putting it out there that she was gonna get an orange. I feel like. Oh yeah. Um, and I. I figured she wouldn't this year, like since this is the first time that mm-hmm. they're crossing yes. so heavily. Yeah. Um, but she deserves one to me. I think she so far. And I think I've always felt like Taylor and Brandy Glanville were more OC than they were Beverly Hills, you know? <laughs> is that like a thinly shit? Ju- a bit I of shade? Ju- I don't know. <laughs> I just said I can't remember who I was t- might have been. Maybe Kendrick. I can't remember who I was talking to, but I I said on a on an episode of this, Taylor is the type of person that would go to Orange County from L.A. Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. She, and I know that's like L.A. specific shade, but like yeah. anyone who knows what we're talking about knows what we're saying. The girls who know know. Yes, they get what we mean. Like she belonged more. Beverly Hills was eating her alive. She couldn't quite keep up, but she was definitely hot enough and rich enough for Orange County. Mm-hmm. It made sense. It made yes. total sense. And Brandy Glanville would make total sense too, right? You know, I didn't even think of that until you said it, but yeah. yeah. She's- and Heather Dubrow, I mean, I don't want her to come to Beverly Hills by any means, but back in the day, I was like, Heather Dubrow feels yes. more Be- Beverly Hills, you know? And I think that's sort of why Heather... Um, thrived so much maybe on Orange County because she was the most Beverly Hills of Orange County. But if you were to put her in there with like Kyle and Erica and Lisa Renna, it would have been like, you're actually kind of the lowest, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, seriously. I, it's, it would be very interesting to see her in that setting because she just, to me, I feel like she would get swallowed up. Totally. And Beverly Hills is not even that, type of franchise to swallow people up like that, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, but I just don't think she would really have the presence that she has on Orange County. Yeah, I think it would intimidate her a lot, and it would. So th- that's kind of that's why she w- she was perfect for Orange County because mm-hmm. like she was down in Orange County reluctantly, right? And, like reminding Terry, like I did this for you. It worked because it was like, oh, she she had to make the dreaded move out of L.A. down to Orange <laughs> County, down to Orange County to raise our family. But I guess now's the time for now's another the pretend. time. Now is the time. <laughs> She's ready to make a presence in L.A. I know when they said that we're trying to make a presence in LA. It's like, what does that even mean? Well, I also laugh too because so my boyfriend doesn't like he is he used to watch Housewives, but I've ruined like anything Bravo for him essentially. <laughs> um it's like just too much for him now. But I was watching the episode and he just was like passing through and he heard um her say that and he goes, wait. <laughs> You have like a career or something like i'm like oh okay shane <laughs> because it's just a weird thing to say like all right got it it's 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 well let's go to heather then what are your thoughts on heather i i've always said heather i feel like pe- there's a lot there's people out there that think heather is necessary for orange county and i don't think she's necessary for orange county i think she's added value yes um like she's a value add, but I don't think she's the show by any means. Um, and I think last season they tried to really focus that much, so too much around her, and it did not work how they thought it probably would. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish she would have come back with like with sort of like not so much the fancy pants and just show us the real Heather Dubrow because. From what I gather, like off camera, she's, you know, curses like sailor has is really cool down to earth in a lot of ways. I um, heard that really. Yeah. Well, like to an extent, not like, yeah, she's still fancy pants, but like yeah. she's more laid back on certain things. I just would, I would have loved now that her kids are older to see like sort of like an evolution of Heather Dubrow. Cause uh-huh. I think if she would have shown like a more like a, evolved different person personality a little bit I think it would be it would have been interesting um because I, I feel like she puts on a show for us now she's really working absolutely the cameras versus being Heather that was the I even noticed that the, the season before she left and came back so like yeah. what was that season 10 no 11 season 11 Kelly Dodds. 11. Mm-hmm. yeah even that season, I could tell she was getting very produced. Her her confessionals were like so rehearsed, so mm-hmm. polished. And I'm like, I bet you she said, let's do a take two on that. Yeah. Do that one more time. So I could see what you mean. And they, I know I've preached this a hundred times, but you never rely on one housewife to carry a franchise. And they didn't figure out casting last season. They didn't sit with all of the cast, like on a table with their headshots and go, this, this doesn't work because they just were like, Heather will be it. We just need Mm -hmm. Heather. And Heather only works when there's a Vicky or a Tamara there to make fun of her for being so upset. She's not oddly not main character energy and she totally thinks she is thinks she is yeah it's very bizarre i like i've never actually voiced it that way before but like now thinking about that like she really thinks she's the main deal Mm -hmm. but she is literally i think the epitome of that 
where she, I think she thinks so highly of it, uh-huh. but she's not. And so self unaware that she's uh-huh. not. Uh-huh. So there, that little level of cringe is kind of nice because yes. <laughs> you love to see a little cringe. Absolutely. A little, a little delusion is wonderful yes. in a housewife. It's fantastic. Uh, Alexis Bellino did it best. (laughs) No, she did. No, she did. How about Gina? Gina. um, She looks amazing. Mm -hmm. We're five years in now, I guess. Wow. Did not expect five seasons in. Um, It's interesting because like Gina's, I don't, she doesn't bother me. I think a lot of people have strong opinions on her. Um, I enjoy her as long as she's not taking up a spot for someone mm-hmm. like new and exciting. I'm fine with her being there. Like she doesn't okay. bother me. What about Emily? Love Emily. Love. Um, love Shane and Emily. And Emily, I think I was thinking about this the other day whenever I was watching this episode. Uh, I sort of feel like every franchise needs a non-practicing attorney, aka <laughs> her. Meredith, Jackie, like they, their commentary is different in a way that Emily, I, and I love it. And I, I love Emily's like confessionals. They're, you know, they're she's so been good. cracking me up. The Last confessionals she too. did. So I, like I said, I dropped out halfway through, but I mm-hmm. will say I was also shocked when I was watching last season that I was like, oh, okay. I like, I like Emily now. She's Emily funny. found her stride last, yes. I, after I don't know if it was like coming into it knowing like maybe, well, no. It was just like, I feel like she's more comfortable now in mm-hmm. her in her role and she Agreed. understands the game. And um, I honestly think people that don't think Emily deserves to be there are wrong. They're entitled <laughs> to the wrong opinion. <laughs> just because I, I, I would agree in the past, I don't think there were, there were moments that like, I was like, yeah, I don't understand the Emily being here at this point. But now that she's found her stride. Yes. She's, I feel like she could last for a a while. She seems natural. She seems like she's having fun. Mm -hmm. Even when there's drama, she seems like she's able to like know, okay, this will pass. Let's just get through it as opposed to having like huge, huge reactions and like ruining a whole event. Right. And I was going to say too, um, I think initially a lot of us were really turned off by her and Shane's like mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yep. And now like, I think it's, it's I, like, we're seeing it better. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, like it's landing versus him coming yes. off um, like an asshole. Like he's came off as an asshole in the first season, but in reality, he's hilarious. It's just their banter and stuff. So now it's like, I think it's landing better. It's you're right. It's landing better. We're more accepting of it. I feel like if right. it's, if you, if you stay around long enough, we eventually have to accept it. Yes. And, and there we are. Yeah, exactly. And I think she's so beautiful. That's Yo, another she's thing. So beautiful. So yeah. her hair. Oh my God. The hair. It's like a yeah. horse's mane. It's, it's so beautiful. thick and amazing. Yeah, no. And she and she slays outfits and makeup and looks fabulous. So I'm very curious where the inspo of the tagline came from. I like love it. 
but in a it's, sense, but I'm also like, where, like, like, I is it going context. to make sense? Like, is it, when yeah. we see it in the show where we'd be like, oh, that's why. Like, I would have understood maybe a sandwich because of last season with uh-huh. the sandwich, mm-hmm. but, but the taco is out of left taco, field. Yeah. Like I just was like earlier today, like rewatching or like re-listening. I wasn't watching, but like episode two. And I think she said there was a point where they stopped, talked about needing a burrito or something. So, or a taco place. I'm right there but... with you. I'm right there with you. I'm like, I just feel so out of nowhere. And hopefully at some point in this season, we'll be like, oh, that's why she'd said that. But right now, yeah. I'm like, it could have been anything. I get the sentiment she was going for. It's just sure. a weird. T- it's an odd out of place uh, tagline. How do we feel about Jen? New Jen. I love her. Yeah. Um, I think she's fresh. She's exciting. She is beautiful. She's like, like, I love looking at her. She's very interesting to me. I'm excited to see. I feel like she's someone though that could get swallowed up real quick. Mm, I mean, she did, she held her ground, I guess a little bit, like when on the second episode when like Shannon was like interrupting and stuff, like eventually she spoke her mind, which Mm -hmm. is good. Mm -hmm. But I feel like maybe like second season, we'll see a more powerful Jen or you know, maybe something more will come out yeah. during the season. Um, yeah. She oddly reminds me of a blend of like Dr. Jen and Bronwyn in a weird oh, way. Oh, I could see that. I, I don't totally know why. See that. Yeah, right? Like maybe because all the kids, with the foster kids, and all of that. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. There's something just the two of like a mix of the two of them for some reason. Yeah, she's definitely I like her better than Dr. Jen. And I don't really yeah. know exactly why. I just know that she makes more sense. She maybe feels more comfortable in her skin than Dr. Jen felt. Maybe that's yeah. all it is. But I can't put my finger on it. But I like this Jen and Ryan as opposed to last season's Jen and Ryan, which is so crazy funny. I, I was I, that is wild that they have a Jen and Ryan after like replacing yeah yeah it's it's kind of like dallas where they had a carrie replacing a carrie and then a tiffany a, kind of replaced the Tif- tiffany from season oh one. my god that's right yeah all right let's get into the episode let's let's chat this episode so we start off with heather and her family gather around for the private chef prepared dinner which is I love actually, because I don't love cooking. So mm. if I could be like, what are you making me? And th- like, I get it. But they were like, oh, that sounds delicious. And even Heather oh, sounds yeah. surprised. Like it's such an unconventional privileged house. Um, and but it, I, as if Heather didn't like orchestrate that menu from top to bottom. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you forgot about the chives. Like she knew exactly <laughs> what was supposed to be stated. But Heather's kids and her relationship with her kids is what makes me go like I'm like okay Heather you're cool because we've got our first transgender child on the show Ace as we knew Ace as Coco like the little I mean literally a baby and now not nothing's being made a big deal out of it it's just like here's Ace I love the strong LGBT genes and the Dubrow family um happy pride to the Dubrows yes um literally Heather is being such a great supportive mom to a family of, I guess three out of the four are LGBT. So, I mean, that's, that's, I I just love her approach to open conversation and acceptance. 
And that's how it should be. It's a beautiful representation that we are getting right in front of our eyes. So thank you, Heather. Mm -hmm. We will always respect you for that. Like a true ally, a true example of a parent, just making mm -hmm. no real big deal out of it. I love it. Okay, let's go with it. It's like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's where we, I, that's where we should be now. That's how it should always be for sure. And like for like a lot of the people watching this show is a, probably a lot of people that maybe don't have mm -hmm. that have a lot of different views than mm -hmm. than I do. And seeing that hopefully can help open their mm -hmm. minds a little bit to that. I also love that Alexis Bellino's was it daughter now or son? Daughter now. Um, she, she has a trans son. Son. I couldn't remember yes. which one. It, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I loved that because like she had never thought about it before and suddenly she's presented with it and she had to totally change she, I her remember perspective. from season six when Fernanda joined. Fernanda was supposed to be full time, but... Um, she ended up being a friend, if y'all don't remember, but she was lesbian, was supposed to be like the first lesbian housewife. And when they were on, like, they had like divided cast trips or something. And um, Gretchen, Alexis, Fernanda, Peggy Tannis were all in like Texas. And they were talking about like gay marriage and like how Alexis doesn't recognize, you know, mm -hmm gay marriage is actual marriage and like basically doesn't support the LGBT mm -hmm. lifestyle. I hate saying that, but like, that's I know, how she right. Put it. That's how she like, put it. So as if we chose it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to see the growth that she has had through experiencing it in her own family and realizing, you know, I misjudged, I misspoke and really being supportive of her now, her son. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I want Alexis back so bad. You know, I thought I, w I was surprised she's not because she just it's it's time. It's time. It's been like, you know, when it's been long enough, it's time. That's where we're yes. at with Alexis. A hundred percent. She for, so so funny. Like, I, I guess I, I think I watched Housewives through such a different lens back when oh, she first totally. was on. Yeah. And at the time, I did not appreciate the Alexis of it all. Okay, and same. The rewatch, I can rewatch Alexis over and over and over again because she truly, I, Heather was right in the Diamonds um, yes. and Rosé book. Like she needed to lean into that yes. archetype because if she, she wanted to be taken so seriously, but if she just leaned into the archetype of her character on this show, I mean, it was just so brilliant. It uh -huh. was, it was, it was hysterical to watch. Yeah. All right, this is where they say, now that you kids are leaving, we're going to make our presence known back in LA. And I really just would love, I want, I, I want to watch it. What does that I, even entail? She's going to take Kylie Jenner's billboard. Her <laughs> presence will be there. <laughs> right on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh my God, you're right. In, oh my God, I would, I would die if we actually got a full Heather Dubrow face The Dubrows are billboard. here. They're here making our presence known. <laughs> Dead. All right, so Jen stops by Cut to see, you know, the end of Cut. We're, we're packing everything up. Tamara, though, does not remember much from the night before. And Jen lets her know, like, you done fucked up. You done, yeah, yeah you're going to need to maybe fuck a apologize. Duck. Yeah, you told her to fuck a duck. <laughs> She's like, why also, would I say that? We're like, we don't know. Not, not sure. Did you feel... Um, 
a little bit like the it was same energy as when Meredith Marks told Lisa Barlow that they might be getting divorced or they were separated and Lisa starts like crying like it's like so emotional over like Meredith ends up comforting Lisa about this it's almost like Jen and Tamara like about the gym closing it was like Tamara had to like comfort Jen more like Mm -hmm. she was like all these memories like yeah but for her this is where she met this is where she met her man yeah we find out that there was a time somewhat recently it had to be that Tamara and Jen didn't even talk and this is juicy to me because this is how much of a producer Tamara can be that she went I want to bring my friend on that I definitely have a little beef with and we may be able to resurrect some of that beef for filming like that is Mm -hmm. she was thinking ahead you know what's interesting? Um, one tip that I a producer once said about um, like for some of these housewives that they it's actually better to not recommend your friends as as much because like one day you don't know that they could take your spot like right away oh, yeah. kind of deal. So it's kind of smart if Tamara did, I like, I'm curious if she suggested her or if she was just in the casting loop. Yeah, right. But if Tamara, like, actively pursued her and knowing that there is that chance of resurrecting that drama, that's amazing. It's it's perfect. It's perfect because she takes the opportunity to drag her and, like, yeah. put it out there. Like, Tamara, she's like, it got ugly. And I'm like, damn. I feel like she probably felt so comfortable with it because she felt like I didn't do anything wrong in this. So I know that I can like win this. Uh Uh And it's only going to really shock Jen Jen, that she's doing it on camera. She's like, wait, Wait, are you really saying this? The cameras are rolling. I'm your friend. What are you doing? Yes. It's very much. I'm your friend. It's always a bit of a shock. It's like when, um, when Sutton was dealing with Lisa Rinna at that dinner where, where Rinna's like, well, you better not have done that at my kid's event. Yeah. And Sutton's oh. like, what is happening? What? You yes. brought me on the show. It was like, it's giving that of it, which, you know, hey. You got to be prepared at any moment that your friend's going to turn yeah, on you yeah, when exactly. you get on these shows. <laughs> you need, that is something that every newbie should know. Because if you, even if you think your friends, just the cameras go up and shit changes. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're on the same page, ladies. <laughs> Make sh- exactly. Yeah. How could you do this to me? Question mark. It is summertime, and you know what that means? That means we have to start shaving our legs. And the thing is, I always get really aggravated razor burns. So I, I, dre- I used to dread shaving, but then Athena Club sponsored the pod and sent me one of their razors. And I think I was just using a not great razor before because this one, I don't have any irritation after I use it. And it also has, because I was, I had this in my old razor. It it has the water activated serum, but the design of this razor is better. I got a much closer shave because I was always missing spots. And I was like, how? How? I feel like I'm so thorough. Much closer shave, hugs the curves better. And it has this water activated serum, but it doesn't get goopy like my razor used to get. It wasn't hair stuck in it. It was just like goop. I don't know, which is probably why I didn't get such an even shave. Duh. 
And this water-activated serum has shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is like the holy grail for skincare. And here's the best part. The razor kit is only $10 and comes with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for shower storage, and your choice of handle color. They come in the cutest colors. And the thing about that magnetic hook, you just put the razor on like that. It's It just stays there. It's super cool. It's not all bulky too and ugly in your shower. The other thing too about Athena Club, because this happened to me all the time, you never have to think about blade refills because you choose how often you want your replacement blades and they're shipped to you. And also you can find them in Target stores nationwide. So it's easy to swing by one of the many, many Target stores whenever you need more blades. Athena Club also makes this amazing shave foam. Oh, it's luxurious. I think maybe that's also why I'm not getting the bad razor bumps because it just leaves my skin really soft and hydrated. So there's got to be stuff in it that's doing that's doing things. So switch to the better razor and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Get started today by shopping in-store at Target stores nationwide. Just head to the shaving aisle, find the razor kit, cloud shave foam, wax strips, and razor refills. Guys, head out to Target and get the Athena Club razors. I love that. Gina and Travis are both going to be getting into real estate together. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but Gina, this is where Gina is to me, this she's going so out of her way to talk about Jen's affair and acting yeah. like it's really affecting her that it's right. giving I found my storyline. And right. I'm like, no, I'd rather watch something very different with you. Yeah. For me, I mean, I can connect on the story of like, um, my parents got divorced, there was infidelity there. And at, me as a person, like, I would not be a cheater. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, I can't, that's something that because of my past, that past, but it, it doesn't trigger me when like, Jen's story doesn't trigger me like that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> obviously, we had very different experience. I mean, it was Gina's marriage versus it being yes, like, you know, yes. my parents, but like, it feels like your 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 anger is misplaced yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. weird. It's a little odd that it's affecting her this much. Mm -hmm. And you could tell Travis is confused too. Like Travis is like, uh huh, and then that mm -hmm. affects you how? Right, and it's like Emily says it says it best on the episode. Like, you, there are so many ways you can get out of a bad relationship without cheating. Yes, but everyone's story is different and dynamics are different. Mm -hmm. So. Jen, it, I mean, Jen really did clear it up with the ex-husband's like flashback, you know, him saying. That was major. He did that was a major. big favor. He's like, I will do this on camera. Right. I was, I was impressed with that. And he that said, I'm lot. sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't love you the way that you needed to be loved. Like that was, that's a hell of a line right there. Isn't it? And it, but I, it was so I natural. Chills. That gives me chills again yeah. when you say it. Cause it's like, dude, this is the one that everyone's supposed to be all like, oh, poor husband, but he's over here willing to do this on camera. She gives off the energy that like, she didn't, she wouldn't want to hurt anybody like that. That's or exactly. like, be, you know what I mean? I think yep. she, her true colors shine through the TV, mm -hmm. um, at least to me. Where like it wasn't this dirty like gross affair. It was it, it was just a, a different. You know, mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. unfortunate that it happened, but you know, it's it's 
they went through it and they are over the hill from that. So yes. Gina needs to move on. If if the husband can move on, you can move on. Seriously. Okay, girl. Right. Shannon and John go to a crystal shop. And as they pull up, he goes, oh, the curb is really high. You're going to have to crawl over through my side. Now, sir, why don't you let her get out like a lady and then you park the car? <laughs> Chivalry is dead. Officially. <laughs> officially. <laughs> officially. Okay. I was like, and maybe because we're hypersensitive to the fact that John is going to be a jerk and we hate John. But I was like, red flag, just that, that alone. John's a big walking red flag to me. Yeah. And he was to me like from mm -hmm. from two seasons ago too. I was like, mm, no. Yeah. No. I, I don't get the vibe. The vibe ain't it. And the vibe ain't it. He was just not David, so we were like, "Yay for Shannon!" But right, I, mm -mm. Shannon, Shannon and Vicky are so similar in the sense that they they lose themselves in men. Like 100%. they will literally like devote and change and be whoever that man wants them to be, and mm -hmm. um, I hate that for them I because like don't let a man change you and. That's one reason, Vicky, why I don't think you'll ever get full time again, because you'll never be the Vicky that everyone we, fell in love e with. Everyone fell in love with. No, that the Brooks thing changed her forever. Mm -hmm. Forever. A thousand percent. Her and whole, even with her, Steve. Oh, even Steve. And now she's even crazier. Now it's like yeah. she really cannot like she's grasping for sanity. Mm -hmm. Barely. And I, I honestly like real talk. I said this for a while that I would think it would be fascinating to do like study on people that have been on reality TV for such a long period of time and then get it taken away from them because totally. I can't imagine that transition what that does to your psyche good point. like good point. I I feel for her in a lot of ways for mm -hmm. sure but at the same time like honestly for being on so long it fucked, it probably fucks with your head. Like a hundred percent, especially because yeah. she was the first, like the OG, yeah. the OC, like she was so proud of that. And she loved it being her show. Like she loved mm -hmm. it. And then it's gone. Mm -hmm. And her one and only like real flex in life is kind of gone. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and now like when Tamara got back and she got, you know, was getting uh, back yeah. on the show and she was, you know, so distraught over it. Like, Obviously still happy for Tamara, but like, she's like, where the, where the hell's my letter? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Awkward for both of them. Awkward. Um, I totally forgot about Shannon having crystals put in the ground before they built her old house. Like I forgot, like when she was walking in, she was asking the lady about the crystal stuff. And then she's like, oh yeah, I know I have crystals in the ground like oh that's right you buried crystals and then built your house i forgot about the crystals in her teeth in her teeth that's right in her teeth how did she not know john's sign i was shocked that's very, by that that's a very good point doesn't that feel like something that's she something would she would know? know yeah and for she, sure yeah because they just, her and vicky bonded on being aries, aries. right away yeah. So I thought that was odd because he says his birthday and then she goes, yeah, what's, I think it was October. What's October? I'm like, what's October? You, how do you I feel not like he, know? Is he a Scorpio I or a Libra? Maybe. Li I can't remember what they said at all. And I, I might be wrong about October Oh, too. he's a Scorpio because oh. they said water. 
Oh. So okay. he's a Scorpio. Okay. Scorpio and Aries. I don't know the, what that. There's a is. lot more to it too. Like my dad well, studied right, astrology yeah. in like his hippie days, and like when I'm he obsessed sh- with astrology. Oh now. yeah, like he. I know. And so like when he showed when he would do like our charts, and then he would like match up other people's charts and stuff. I'm like, okay, so it's not just like one in one sign. There's a whole mm-hmm. lot of stuff that goes into it. It took moving to LA to realize astrology. <laughs> like I literally did not know one thing about astrology, and then you moved to LA, and then. You know your whole chart and everything. It's <laughs> so funny that that's an LA thing. That's amazing. It really is. Oh, that's fun. Okay, yeah. Tamara FaceTimes. And I could, to me, I could tell that maybe Tamara really, a lot of this may be controversial, I don't know, but I don't think Tamara really did remember. I really think that she did kind of like black out a big chunk of it because yeah. I've done that so many times, not bragging, <laughs> but done that so many times where like- I'm bragging. Yeah. Where, where, where I drink and then I wake up and I'm like, I have a vague recollection of talking to this person. And then they're yeah. like, oh, you did. And then they tell me all this. So I do believe because the way she apologizes to Shannon, yes. it's very generalized and blanketed. Like, I just want to apologize. And I just want this to be over. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't think you remember what you said to <laughs> Shannon, girl. That hug was stiff as a board. Oh, oh my She's God. crying and Shannon is like... They're there. They're there. But I felt bad because here Shannon is getting this FaceTime and it's really lacking. But she's yeah. also like, oh, this is going to be like, I don't want to draw this out too long. It's bad for the show. Like I could tell she deserved more for sure from Tamara in that moment. So I have like a different opinion. I feel like Shannon really did drop camera okay and I think that Shannon is she I feel like she's not admit taking ownership of her part at all I mean like right she really is just pretending like she was there it's like kind of like when Lisa Barlow was saying like um I was there for you Meredith and Andy's keeps trying to tell her it did not land that way for Meredith like yes not landing yes you may think in your head Shannon, you may think in your head you were there for Tamara. Tamara's telling you, you were not there for me. You didn't show up for me the way that I needed you to accept that, own it, and then we can move on. I like that because I, Tamara's my, one of my problematic favorites. And like, mm-hmm. I, I'm always, I'll be very happy to take more of a Tamara is actually the victim here. I'll take it. Yes. I, I feel like Tamara's the victim here. Steven, sure. Steven said it, guys. So Tamara's mm-hmm. the victim. It's all Shannon's fault. I'm much more comfortable in that place than I have been where I was like, I actually feel bad for Shannon. So you know what? <laughs> for the sake of this episode, I can go back to just being an asshole about Tamara. How about that? Because I, like, I didn't know, and I'm sorry, listeners, I know I've said this a million times, but I didn't know Tamara was a problematic favorite until I started my account and I posted what I thought to be one of everybody's favorite scene. And it was a Tamra scene. And I got all these comments. And which it's one, funny. which scene was it? I can't remember. I'd have to go back like all the way through my content. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was from, it might've been um, the one with Alexis at Cut Fitness, which is very apropos to this episode where she tells her to get oh. out. And I had to go on Xanax. I had to go on Xanax, Lydia, like that whole thing. Yes. Um, but the comments, I was shocked. I had no idea. But then, to be fair, I'm like, all right, everything you're saying isn't incorrect. <laughs> like she has yeah. done 
a lot of really problematic things, but I'm like, I don't know why she just is such a top tier housewife to me. It's, I think what, like I, like I said earlier in when we were talking about them, like her needing that break, I think it did get to a point where she became viewed as someone who's literally just playing the game of like, yep, you know, making drama instead yep. of having something going on. Yeah. And that stirred the fan base a, a lot in a mm -hmm. negative way. Mm -hmm. But as you, I feel like now the people that wanted her gone, um, a lot of them are glad she's back. Yep. Um, and it took losing her yeah. really to, to notice. And I'm also realizing that her role is to be a bit of an asshole and yes. just keep it moving kind of a thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's sort of what like, at least people are watching and actively like, cause the, you know, the, the feedback has been Tamara's horrible and she's like, eh, whatever. Like it, they'll get over it. We're just going to keep this moving. That she's, is one she thing. She was a she's missing herself. link. Yeah. yeah she's, yeah. she's truly herself. She does not like pander to people. She's going to be who she is. And if you don't like it, go fuck a duck, I guess, you know, go fuck a duck, go fuck. Now, did you at all? Cause this was my read. I actually didn't like her on the boat. I liked her in the beginning, but the latter half, I'm like, girl, got way too drunk. And this, it felt a bit like she was nervous and maybe performing even a bit for herself. It's funny you say that because I felt like a mixture of things. Okay. And at first, I think I felt like there was a little performing going mm -hmm. on, except when you said like earlier, like, I think she truly was like really drunk. Yeah. If you watch it, you can, I, I feel like you can tell the Tamara face when she's oh, like wasted. Her face changes. Yes. And I think honestly, yeah, I'm sure there was a performance aspect of it, but I really think she was just really drunk when she yes. did it. Yes. And it came off, it could, it could come off more performance like. Uh -huh. um, but again, I'm on her side on this argument where <laughs> yes. I like, I lived for it. Like eat Shannon up because- <laughs> Shannon was an asshole and she's not taking it. She you're giving her or you're giving her miles and she won't even give you an inch. Like my, a lot of my listeners are probably laughing because I used to really detest Shannon. Like I would be like, it's all Shannon's fault. So I started the season like that where I was like, mm -hmm. I am fully team Tamara. And then as more stuff came out, I'm like, Tamara, you're being a little much. Yeah. You're being a little much. You got to But you know what? I like being in this place here with you because here Shannon's the bad guy. This is guy. a safe spot. <laughs> this, is, this is fun. This is, this feels more familiar to me. I just think about like those old seasons, like, and Tamara brought up like the phone calls, like the. Yeah. And I've had a friend like that. So I really related where people like have no boundaries and you're like, why should I have to set this boundary? Why are you calling me? But I also then... understood Emily's point, which is unless you tell her and I'm like, you had to tell Shannon not to call all hours of the night but she did tell her at one, uh, one yeah. earlier season i think yeah. it's just whatever i needed you you didn't show up the way that i needed mm -hmm. you and that's another discussion did she tell her how she needed her to mm -hmm. show up mm -hmm. exactly. maybe not and the thing too that shannon always does when she when someone calls around on something is the way she she has to act super confused I, and, I, well i'm I, sorry I, i'm I, sorry I, 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 well, I'm sorry. I know. I, I, I didn't yeah. realize. I, yeah. I, 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 I had no idea. <laughs> exactly. Like that. Every it's, single time. Even if it's something minor. 
Even yes. if it's like something super small, like, oh, I wanted you to hand me that. She's like, well, I, 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 I just I, didn't I, know. I, I, I had no idea. You should have said something. Yes, I, it's like, like uh, okay, just say, okay. Like, it's, it, she does so that all frazzled. the time. Yes, everything is like, her eyes get all wide. And she's like, that's what made me really start disliking her was that shit. Because yes. I'm like, just say you're sorry. It's really not that serious. How could you do this to me? So I just moved, right? And I didn't want to figure out dinner. <laughs> so I I have all the pastas and breads from Wild Grain from the box that they sent me. And I just ate the sourdough loaf. Half of it. Not, not like that's any better. But I just ate the sourdough loaf with vegan <laughs> butter for dinner. <laughs> The bread is so good. I made the croissants, the free croissants that come in the box when you use my code. They were the best croissants I've ever had. And I even ate one of them cold because I just didn't have the patience to warm it up. And it was still good. Like the best croissant I've ever had. And I've been to Paris once. The thing about wild grain is if you're craving fresh, delicious, easy meals, go with wild grain. And get their bake from frozen sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. The thing about Wild Grain is it's the first ever bake from frozen sourdough breads, pastas, artisanal pastries. And the reason why the bake from frozen thing is big, I don't think about thawing things out. When I want it, I want it. So I just pull it out of the freezer and I put it in the oven. And then I have an amazing loaf of bread. And if I had the energy and the pots available because I've just moved and those things are still en route, I would have also made the pasta to go with it and had maybe a more balanced meal. I still stand by bread and butter as dinner. Unlike your typical supermarket bread, and unlike your typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's way easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. So what I did last night was healthy, is what, they're, what we're saying here. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And you don't get bored with Wild Grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to try. Plus, for every new member, this is, a, this is great, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good all at the same time. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash she speaks and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's super easy to reschedule, to skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box, plus free croissants. Those croissants I was talking about, you'll get those. When you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks to start your subscription, you heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks. That's wildgrain.com slash she speaks, or you can use promo code she speaks at checkout. I love that. All right, let's move it along. Let's go to Emily. She goes over to Shane's parents' house. I love her daughter. I love her crazy Annabelle, just wild child daughter who wants an agent. I'm like, get her one. She is a star. She would be great on any audition. 
Um, Hitting her brother with the ball in the head. Yes. Incredible TV. <laughs> Glad to see Perry back on the show. I love you know. her. Love. Love Perry. This where I, I, I really have mixed feelings about Emily's issue with her mom. And I'm glad that she seems to now be having this epiphany where her mom, the way she presented issues with her mom growing up was that her mom was really depressed and had a hard time like taking care of herself. So they had to take care of themselves as kids. But now I think even Emily's realizing that that was a bit harsh of a mm. thing to maybe out. So her, her version now is that their mom worked a lot. So we had to take care of each other and, it comes, it turns out that her mom actually thinks she's toxic. Mm. And I have to say, like, I always felt a little bad for her mom because as someone who struggles with depression myself, I was like, mm. well, let's not maybe blame her. But I think right. Emily hadn't had her like, there's a point in life where we have an epiphany about our parents and we're like, wow, they were just people and they were they doing were their best. And I think that's yes. how she has hit that point now with her mom, where she mm -hmm. even says, maybe now I'm realizing she was just doing her best and it wasn't personal. It didn't mean right. she didn't love me. And I'm happy to see that explored with her more. I feel like Emily too, again, she's an attorney, so she dissects. I feel like she has sort of a shell there and it's everything so methodical with her and like it maybe took uh, you know going through this mm -hmm. to understand and have that epiphany um totally and yeah no i i almost wonder back when she first like discussed like the issues of her childhood like did her mom have an option of like saying no or like or was she blindsided by yeah. the show kind of deal yeah. like yeah, I, I mean, um, I can't remember if like I know her mom came on the show at one point. I don't yes. remember if that was her first season on. I don't remember second. either. Mm -hmm. But like I if if she wasn't on the first season, like I wonder if her mom like saw that like play out and right? had no clue. And that would be really tough. I mean, especially if it really, you know, was like I'm just was doing the best it could. Yeah. You know, that would yeah. be tough. Yeah. So I'm happy to see this journey from mm -hmm. Emily. Me too. But okay, Heather goes to Taylor's. And now <laughs> I know I know it's I know people really are like mad at the way Heather handled it, but I thought it was such a great like housewife scene because yes. you had like what kind of everything we it's like. Like Malibu country from yes. the old days. Yes. Like, the drama of Alexis and Gretchen and Heather oh. all maybe being cast for the same role. <laughs> no, girls, I was offered no audition. Like, you know, it's, it's this low stakes drama. Exactly. Like, That's why I I'm it. like, it's, it's funny that Taylor thought she could bond with Heather over yes. having this movie thing. But Heather is like, no, no, you oh, see, sweetie. I, is it SAG? <laughs> is it non-union? What are the reshoot? Oh, I, I just love non, uh, or roles that are just offered. Like I, I love an like, offer and offers yeah, the best. And offers the best. Taylor is just like, because, you know, for them, they don't know her really as an actress. They know her as right. Heather, the person that does this show. So she, Taylor... I've was just everyone in over her head. Like, <laughs> everyone's in on the joke of like not knowing Heather as an actress, <laughs> yes. except Heather. Except Heather. <laughs> she loves to give us her IMDb. Whenever yes. she has a chance, she needs to remind us I was a reg series regular on this one. And well, her headshot, I mean, her headshot is so 90s. I yes. love it. 
Well, I also was laughing a little bit and I'm not knocking her career because she clearly had a yes, career. Yes, totally. In acting. And it's I'm not, hard and it is hard to hard. book as an actor. Absolutely. But I was wondering if there was some like thinly veiled shade with that, like when they put her like picture up and it said like pilot episode or like, <laughs> like she only got the pilot. She didn't get like a full <laughs> role or something, you know? I was I don't know if I'm reading into that too much, but to me I thought that was some a little bit of shade. Like Oh, they they will find any chance, I'm sure, yeah. to shade her wherever they yeah. can. Cause it's too easy. Like she sets yes. herself up for it. It's too easy. She really does. Taylor just I could I knew what Taylor was doing. She's like, even if you don't want the movie, please come with me to Oklahoma so that we can film more. Okay. Yes. Please. Taylor's brilliant. She's like, if I show up to film, that means that more likely I will be on camera. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, you come to Oklahoma and bring this whole camera crew here and we will make sure that we have a little scene or two. Um, the coach arrives. Heather is asking this bitch for her resume, too. She's like, what shows have you done? I'm oh, like, yes. no, you didn't. Oh, no. She's going to eat you up with all of her experience. <laughs> and Heather was like, oh, Oh, yeah, I know that show. Oh, yeah, I've seen yes. that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cute. That was adorable that you did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the breathing exercise. This Breathe from your hoo-ha. Or your hoo-ha. hoo-ha. This woman said that the way to open up your throat is to do blowjobs. But here's my favorite. Taylor writes that down. Taylor's oh, yes. Like, she I fully, like, she fully, let me just get that. <laughs> I screen recorded that moment because I was laughing so hard at Taylor. Like, like it's just word for word, word for like, yes, you're like, you can see her writing every letter, like blow job. All right. Like, she's it like, was so she's like, good. one more time, blow job to do what? Open yeah, your, open your th- Throat. Okay. Throat. What's next? Okay, got it. Okay. Moving yeah. On. I like, I like loved a, it. Such a student of the yes. craft. <laughs> and so Heather's good. like, yeah, I don't know about the blowjob thing, but yeah. you know. Yeah, yes, totally. <laughs> she definitely knows what she's talking about otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, the cut closing party. I was glad that when um uh Shannon and, and John came in that they commented on how confusing the sign was that they had in front. It was like, we cut it closed. Oh, yes. But yes, you're like, yes. wait, we hold on. Is it that? So I, I appreciated yes. that because I when I saw the title of this episode, I was like, what a dumb way to put it. We cut it closed with the like ED uh, and, the, the, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's a play on it. They're making they're completely just yeah. making fun of her <laughs> sign. <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with it obsessed oh, love, with it you know they they gotta throw that shade somewhere they do they gotta throw it wherever they can get it I, again though talk about shade Taylor comes in and she has John her man and she goes we've been married oh. for eight years he's been my rock plus he's pretty hot and they purposely <laughs> cut over to this super ugly shot of him <laughs> which is exactly what happened with Russell in season one yes she was like, yeah, he's like a rugged cowboy guy or something. And then LVP was like, who am I looking at Where? right now? Where? I don't who? see a rugged cowboy. Yes, her descriptions for the men that she's with are very off. Very, very off. She's very generous with her uh, descriptors. Very generous. That's a perfect way to put it. Does Heather bring Tamara bread? 
she walks oh, in and hands her a thing and she goes, oh my God, did you bring carbs? And I'm like, am I seeing this right? And she goes, rustic white. And I'm like, did that bitch really bring a I missed that part, loaf? Okay, so everyone I'm go sorry. back, rewatch, rewatch that part because I went back and rewound it. They don't do a close up on it. They just show okay. Tamara holding what looks like a bag of a bread a loaf bread? of bread. Was it like hollow bread or something? No, it was rustic white bread. <laughs> Why did she bring bread to the She party? goes, you brought carbs? And she goes, yeah, you haven't been able to eat it for the last decade, so here's carbs. I swear, you guys, please, if oh. I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, That's I apologize. That's so weird. But I rewound it because I was taking you know notes what? like, what am I, what? Tell me. I vaguely, I now remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. I like don't remember, because I, I like sometimes when I'm like watching, I'm listening versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Same, same, same. I now remember hearing you say, or hearing her say, like, um, you haven't been able to have carbs for the last yes. 10 years. Now, yes, I remember hearing that, but I need to go back and rewatch <laughs> the whole thing. Yes. It was baffling. and then But then they just moved right along. They didn't harp on okay. it, keeping okay. it Thank moving. You Thank bread. you for my rustic white bread. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Gina gives a little shade to Ryan, which, you know what, fair Fair, you're allowed because she's like, all right, I'm meeting this Ryan guy that Jen's been talking about. I thought maybe he'd at least be a little taller. And then, of course, <laughs> they go and they sh- they show he's basically the same height as Jen. I'm like, God, these editors, yeah. any chance they get. What a great job, by the way. I know. I agree. I fully Also, like, agree. being able to comb. I would love to comb through all those scraps on the editing room floor. Don't even get like, me st- like, Bravo would make a killing if they I- released uncut footage like here you go here's just the raw footage or whatever i think i'd pay a thousand dollars i need i will give whatever they want for (laughs) all the raw footage of mary cosby i just i need i need it oh i crave it you do need it actually i crave it it. yes you deserve it it. we need to find a way to get it to you okay give it is literally like the one that like she can literally just be in front of a camera and um, it, it's just amazing what what comes out of her mouth she like it's like she truly doesn't know she's on a t- tv show <laughs> and then she gets very upset when she has to like <laughs> adhere to the tv show thing yeah. she's like what do you mean i have to show up what oh my god like about? when they did the um the t- the inner tubing thing that whitney put together oh yeah Harry was so over she's like, like maybe bring your kids next time yeah <laughs> <laughs> Mary is so good. Oh, God. We get, unfortunately, a Ryan sighting in a cowboy hat. And he, mm. and I, I just wish Tamara would have never, ever allowed this. But I swear it's like she thinks she's, I think she's doing him a favor. She thinks I'm, maybe he gets he, paid a little bit of money to do any. I think he probably does. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, I'll give it to you. I'm like, but the people say no. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want to hear about his journey to working on a ranch because I'm like, or a militia for like MAGA. Like, I don't know. My head goes to literally places. Literally. You know? I, and yeah. why is Heather happy to see him? Heather should be like, I don't fucking I talk to that asshole over there because he's transphobic yeah i i oh my gosh i didn't even think about that like yeah that's so true i i thought it was very weird how heather was there someone else who was really like excited to see him i was like y'all like yeah someone else was you're right who was it 
I don't know. You're right. But either way, I was like, y'all aren't that excited. Like, yeah, let's not let's, lie. Let's not lie like this. Let's not I guess lie. maybe, you know, they're do they're leaning in at that he's still considered one of the children. I and uh, unfortunately, that's a discussion. We, yeah, right. That's, <laughs> it's that's all on its own in the Bravo world. <laughs> we could talk for hours on that. Yeah. Um, but we get the my favorite where you get the producer set up and staged like, here's what the cast trip's going to be. But let's bring it up in casual conversation like we just thought about oh it right now. Oh, my God. Yes. It was like something about Tamara oh, wanted to go serious? to a dude ranch. We oh, we should all go do that. And then here's some weird yeah. tie in that makes it all make sense. Tamara's like, because we're thinking about buying property outside of California. So let's go to a dude ranch. What? I'm like, I feel like Heather ruined the delivery piece of this. She made it more fake. That's what I, I always look forward to the introductions of the trips because I, there's people that are good at it yes. and making it natural. And then there's people that just butcher the fourth wall. And yep. That was an example of butchering. Butchered. And, I, love I love especially it. when like they haven't been able to get a natural moment. Like on Salt Lake yes. City, it kept happening because like the group wasn't really a group of friends. So suddenly right. there would be a scene where they're all actually talking and they're like, we're going to go wherever. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Production was like, guys, please just all gather around. We just need one establishing scene that this is where you guys are going. We just need it for editing. Please. Yes, it's it's funny you say that because it's all there's times where it's like the cast is so fractured and it's like, oh yeah, let's go on a cast trip together, like and trap ourselves together. That's gonna like, solve it. And that doesn't make and then they're like, uh, yay! And you're like, oh yay, let's man, do it. This is not real, guys. <laughs> That's definitely what I do when I'm fighting with yes. my friends. Is let's go on, go on a five on day a, vacation. Five, yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. In That's another it. country too. Let's let's go out of the country. Let's put us get all in the same away. house. Yes. Let's do Drop it. us that, in there with that cameras. Is normal. That is how people who are fighting generally handle things. I love it. Love That's it too. Perfect. Love it too. Shannon arrives, and again, Tamara's just like, I'm sorry again. You didn't deserve that. And Shannon's confessional is she should be apologizing for the last two years. That, you she, lost, me. she lost me there. That's where she lost me. I will admit. I was like, well, hold on. Have you? Right. Wait, has Shannon apologized? Am I forgetting something? I actually don't think she ha I think she did like a baby one where baby it was apology. like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you I failed that you. way. Yes. Which is the word, like the housewife's <sighs> apology. It's, it's like the non-apology apology. Yep. 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 If she did, like I, there was something like that. And yeah. it, that's why I'm like, Tamara, eat her up all you have to, because she still has yet to acknowledge she did not show up for you as a friend. Just say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, Just say, I'm sorry that not, I'm sorry you felt that way, because that yeah. is not, you can't really Putting apologize the onus on to her. me for, you can't apologize yeah. to me for how I feel. Like, why are you saying right. sorry for my feelings? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gina does bring up Jen's post. So glad we're still open. Love this low stake drama. Yes. It's like amazing. Yes. Like it's, it's we're it's fighting not about too much. a post. Yes. Yes. We're we're fighting about an Instagram post about her being still being open. And it was like some some TikTok template that they were doing. Yeah. But I I, I, I liked it. I like this I drama. Think 
Jennifer had no clue what, like, she, I don't think she put two and two together. Oh, really? I don't think it was, I don't think it was calculated. Okay. Okay. That's good. I, that's oddly, good. I feel like she's like a little head in the clouds a little bit in okay. a good way. And I, I would love for it to be a calculated thing, but I just, I really don't think she had a calculated okay. plan. I I can live in that. I felt like it was. Like I, maybe this way they I edited hope it, it the way they edited it, I was like, yeah, yeah that was so intentional, Jen. How dare you? But I they, like hope they it did was. edit it like that again. And Gina, Gina came into that yeah. to, to film. She's like, guys, did you see her Instagram? That, you know, that was shade about this. They're she came like, in and hot and ready. That up 100%. Eddie gives the sweetest speech about how it was so great at cut because we made friends and family and he just appreciates the love. Um, Their intention. This is what it was. They're intentionally cutting over to Jen's face as Eddie delivers this. And so it gives you the tone that even they're saying she was like being shady about it. Right. You know what I mean? So the editing works, y'all. Editing Editing, is effective. Oh, a thousand percent. It could... If you just splice it and put mm-hmm. something one way, it put changes the, put the, the right whole. Music. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, like the th- that's the one thing that I think someone I don't know someone brought up. Imagine listening or watching these shows without the music in the background or things like that. Like yeah, the music and all of that stuff makes things so much more intense than they really are. Yes. And I love I, I, something you don't think about, I guess. Yes. A producer uh, that worked on Southern Charm said something one time about how, like, it's nothing like it is on camera because when you have no music and no, like, editing going back and forth and it's just the raw experience, it's more intense. And I yeah. thought that that actually makes a lot of sense. Because it's just people yelling at each other. And exactly. No, like, and there's no to music to dictate what we're supposed to feel. It's just exactly. Like, you just feel however you feel. They do yes. that a lot with, like, I, I just recently recapped the Ireland trip. Uh-huh. And, you know, the whole thing with Shannon, maybe, I'm sorry, Heather and Shannon trying to get Kelly drunk. And they put this like sinister score to make it seem like everything they did was. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if this was planned or not, but they want us to feel that way because (laughs) this. A hundred percent. I'm in it. It was like the Pink Panther music that they used. I'm like, they're up to no good. This is totally plotted. But if they removed that, I would not probably feel that way. It would just be like, this is just them. Hey, do you want a drink? And I'm like, yes, look at the way they edited this really made me like appreciate like the sound and just the videography of housewives now we're getting so nerdy right now but <laughs> um is Miami just the 100%. way they rebooted it it made me pay attention to those things that I never paid attention to before I now I I just I I listen to those things now like the yes. details of that or look yes. at the details Miami is also like gorgeous. Like I don't know what lens, what what film they're filming on, what lenses they use, but it's like or whatever they're doing in post. But it's like such a treat for my it's eyes. Beautiful, like just stunning, and just the 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 way they do it. Like I'll never get out of my head the first season of the reboot when Alexia's car gets up into the garage and it like gets pulled in just like watching how it all worked it was just it was sexy it was it was it's cinema rich porn yes it was cinema it's cinema exactly we are we are we are in the we talk about cinema 
we're fully in the cinematic experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in our cinematic era. <laughs> yes. Cinematic era. Uh, but Gina is good and messy. You know, she she's definitely, in my opinion, a bit of a producer puppet. We saw it last season where they'll be like, you should go bring that up now. And she's like, okay. And so they were like, <laughs> you should bring up the the post. She's like, I was already planning on it. Like, I, yeah, I, don't worry. I got, I got this in my bag now. <laughs> even though even though Heather said not to bring it up, I, I was like, literally, I'm not listening to whatever you said. And she does it shady. She goes, I thought like you weren't coming maybe because like of what you posted. Like, I thought maybe you two were in a fight. Which puts Jen in such a weird spot. She's like, wait, I have what? multiple follow-up questions. Like, what yes. do you mean? Why would we be what in I mean? fight because we had it? And I Tamara, was like, she was so caught off guard. She was. She was. And t- like, okay. My favorite, though, is Heather going, watch out, girl, because Tamara can explode. <laughs> sure enough, Tamara's face changes. Like, she's like, well, was it what because of that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like. Hmm? Yep. I'm coming for you, bitch. She's like, like oh, I can see what she, I can see what Gina's saying. She's like, are you like, and then Jen, that's when they realize like, oh my God, is the person that brought me on the show capable of backstabbing or front stabbing or whatever? Yes. 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 Absolutely. They are. They absolutely <laughs> are. But the ladies, okay, done with that. They gather in a group and Emily asks Tamara, this was so messy. <laughs> Emily asks Tamara, <laughs> How was it for you when you found out about Jen's affair with Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Like the vibe of that gives me flashbacks to like, let's talk about your arrest. Let's talk about your, it was like, (laughs) she's right there guys. Like Jen isn't even in the other part of the, she's right next to you. And Tamara is like, Okay, I'm on. I'll, I'll. I said I would totally do this. I brought her on the show. I said, yeah, if it comes up, I'll say it. And she goes, it got complicated and messy because we were also friends with her husband. And mm-hmm. then Emily asks, what made her, Jen, Jen? What made you be done with your marriage? And Jen's like, well, you know, we would go out. We would never go out. They never did anything. And Tamara goes, she was in a bad marriage. <laughs> and then Jen's like, well, it wasn't a bad marriage. And then Gina has to walk away. Because yeah. she just can't even be associated with that kind of talk. I'm like, what? Honey, this is not your battle. Like, like just I listen. Don't, I don't get it. It's not your experience, so you don't have to worry about it. How about that? Yeah. It had such a t- <laughs> weird tone to it. I, and and actually, the guys were like, what? I actually loved seeing, I mean, obviously they're still friends, but like, it was interesting to see Emily speak up about Gina and confessional. Like, Gina like the timing was wrong or she I don't know why she's taking this on so personally mm-hmm, in a way mm-hmm. or I, she's overreacting mm-hmm. and I do love seeing those moments when duo people seen as duos do finally critique their friends and like hold that person it makes me respect them more yes that's what I don't get about like the people that don't I think there's two definitions of loyalty in the housewives world there's like Teresa's version of it where like you literally are so loyal that you kiss my asshole and like you worship the ground I'm on I do nothing wrong and then there's loyal to me which I identify with as like I would want my friends to call me out Mm -hmm. on my bullshit because Mm -hmm. that makes me better Mm -hmm. and that's you being loyal to me because you're saying you're being an asshole Mm -hmm. totally or you're wrong here so 
that's where I feel like that's why I respect people like Emily calling that out you know yeah she's you know owning that her friend is being an asshole right now or being irrational It, it means that you're able to see things clearly and objectively as opposed to being just blindly loyal despite what's actually mm-hmm. happening. Emily, though, she goes into the most amazing line of questioning. Like, this bitch is a good lawyer because if you're on a witness stand, you are confessing to the things. She's like, was he working for your family's business in Oklahoma when the affair started? No. Okay. Did you want him to go to Oklahoma because you had your thing going on here? No. That doesn't make sense to me. You had to subconsciously think, I need to get rid of my husband. Okay, she's like, fine, maybe not get rid of him, but it would be more convenient for you. I could not believe she said that shit to her face. I, that's where, now that I'm like reflecting on that, that's where I'm like, I wonder if I'm getting lost in the Jen is so innocent and and maybe there's something more underneath that I'm not grabbing just yet. Exactly, exactly. so because Tamara's yeah. like, uh, yeah, no, they were abs because Emily goes, were you having sex? And Jen says no. And Tamara's like, oh, well, my God, just be honest. I'm like, oh, OK, oh, see, told you're going to call that out. Told you, Jen. And then the confessional, she says that they were caught in the car together not a car handy but a, like. but jen goes no it was nothing sexual we were just like talking and i'm like Ooh. well you could talk like out of the car yeah you could talk <laughs> out of the car like i don't know i just i don't, I, know. I don't know because Tamara does like to be a little messy so i could very well not she be could, true she could be like well that's what i heard and be like well that's yeah. not fair so i i want to believe jen because she's seemingly been super open about how she was not Agreed. right she should have gotten out of that marriage she handled it wrong i want to believe that she's not lying about this part and that Tamara's just being I a little agree. messy asshole and I would love her for it. Yeah. I love, yeah. That's her job. Like, I I hope that's the case too. Because Tamara yeah. even, she, like, this was such a good confessional soundbite. She goes, she tells a different story to different people, but I went through it all with her. I'm like, Ooh, oh, that is yes. such a good soundbite. Yes. Okay, the drama. Yes. yes. She tells with a different conviction. story to everyone. That's the part where you're like, oh, does she now? Like, it just, oh, you stirred so it up. So you tailor it to, uh-huh. no pun intended. Yeah. Tailor. <laughs> No, but like tailoring it to situations now, then that's going to get dicey. Like, yep. You don't go on Housewives if that's what you do, baby, because you're going to get called the fuck out. You're in so much trouble. You're already in so much trouble. I love the end where they cut the cake and it turns into a cake fight. And Emily's like, stop wasting it. And she like (laughs) runs over and then she just ends up in the middle of it. But at the end, this bitch is fully eating the piece of cake and then hands it over to Tamara's mom. Like, you want a bite? (laughs) Speaking of Tamara's mom, her calling her mom out for getting laid with a much younger man. And he, we forgot about he, that. He's like, hi. And he's like right there. He's like, you know? that's me. That's We're on nice camera. Yeah, great. Tamara's mom is great. I love Tamara's mom. Her. I love that relationship that they have. Like, Same. it's cute to see that there's like, just, she got it from her mama. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I love them together. They're so good. Well, I catch you a little longer than I meant to. I'm sorry, but thank you. Oh. So- oh. 
it's probably it's probably me i can talk all day so you are the best time well i'm gonna have to have you back okay good because i'm gonna gonna say yeah anytime you want i will i'm always free to talk housewives i love it you are the best well as if people don't already know where to follow you find you can you let the peeps know Yes, at Faces by Bravo on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. And um, if you want to listen to two seasons of But Now We Said It, my podcast with The Dip, wherever you find your podcasts, I guess. Love it. Wherever you find your podcast, guys. Well, (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed this as much as I did. Love you. Mean it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.